Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rise SD Podcast. Rise Up SD Podcast? Yeah. You said Rise SD? Rise SD. Rise Up SD. <laughs> Who knows anymore? We're shortening it now. It's too, way too long. That's um, what we decided to take out to shorten it. It's just the word up. Yeah. Um, well, today I think we're going to talk about workouts and um, how to know maybe when you are not pushing your body enough or pushing your body too much or when to take a break or when your body needs more or X, Y, and Z, how that's kind of working. So it's right. an interesting yeah. topic. Yeah. We get a lot of questions. People ask us, you know, when, how much should I be working out? What kind of working out? When should I take rest days? How do I know? Um, and that's a much bigger conversation, but we just kind of wanted to go over it in um, very briefly right now. And if there's something that you want to hear more about, please tell us and we right. can definitely go way more in depth. Right. So in the beginning, um, we get this a lot with new people that come into the gym. They've not used to the class style. They may take one class and it may take four or five days for them to soreness and everything to go away. And they feel like, oh my gosh, I got to feel totally normal again before I should work out. And our kind of answer is, is it's okay to be sore. That's not going to go away. You're actually your biggest benefit rather than trying to work out once a week to really see improvements is actually just working out three times a week. And even if the next time you go in, you're really extremely sore and everything else, you can still just go at the pace you're going to be at or whatever you're able to do on the day. But that's going to get bigger benefits than really trying to like wait until you feel totally great again to start another workout. Right. And yeah, this goes along with um, the fact that if you are working out pretty regularly, if you work out, you know, several times a week, you're not going to be absolutely crushing yourself 100% all out every single workout. You need to have a mix where you are pushing yourself and when you are, you know, recognizing, okay, maybe I have worked out six days this week already and my body, you know, I still want to work, I still want to sweat, but I'm not going to be doing like super high impact stuff today or I might take it a little bit slower today. That's that's all stuff that you come to um, learn as you come to learn your body and how it responds to workouts a little bit more. Right. So what I was getting at was that for the people who are kind of, you know, in the interim of building fitness – you know, if you're under, if you're in that three days to five days a week category and you are taking a couple days, you know, off per week, let's say, let's say you're taking two to three days off. So you're doing, you know, anywhere from up to, you know, four to four workouts a week, something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're probably okay. And you probably don't need extra rest days. And if you're working out four hours a week or less, okay. When you get to that five, six and seven plus hours of working out per week, there's times where you're better off having a recovery day or resting than you would potentially be if you're going to push yourself a lot harder. Does that make sense? Yeah, so we- there's there's a point where doing more is no longer beneficial or right. doing doing the extreme, doing like the hardest workout that you could do that day is no longer beneficial. One, mentally, because you don't, you know, hopefully working out is something that makes you feel good. Either you really enjoy doing it or you enjoy how it makes you feel, or you enjoy the fact that you're taking care of yourself. But if you get to a point where, you know, you're you're really going absolutely all out and you start to dread things there and, you know, you do reach a point physically where it's no longer mentally or physically beneficial right. for you to do a workout so think, versus rest. Right. And so I think some, some signs in that might be like, okay, you're going to go ahead, you're going to push yourself. And then when you get up to working out those more hours, um, let's just be clear is like you need to stress your body and you need to put your body under stress to make improvements, right? So you need to make those improvements. 
Now, what happens with people is, is that they come in after they, let's say they've built up and they're doing five, six, seven days a week. Sometimes you've put too much stress on your body where you're not able to recover. So the key is, is that you have to stress your body, then be able to recover. And that in turn makes you stronger and makes you more fit. Okay. So when you get into working out five, six, seven days a week, there's the potential that you're putting this enough stress on your body and that the workouts are not spaced far enough apart that you're not able to recover. So it's a little bit different for everybody. And someone who's been training as an endurance athlete for, you know, let's just say a general, you know, Ironman athlete, they train upwards of 20 hours a week, but they take some years to be built, built that up. So it's not, we're not able to say is like, well, when you reach the seven hour limit, that's too much. Or when you reach right. the five hour it, limit, that's too much. It is different for everybody. It's different for everyone. It's different how long you've been training, what you've been doing and, you know, where you're at in your fitness. So here's are some telltale signs that I like to give that make you realize, okay, I might have done too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have, first of all, you have to use something relatable that are number driven like we do at Rise Up Fitness. Um, you know, for example, if you're a weight, just lift weights, which is not what we do, you know, at Rise Up, all of a sudden on one day, you can't do as many reps as you could the previous day. Okay. And Rise Up, which I think is a better metric is we have, you know, numbers for you guys to hit paces for intermediate advanced expert or whatever. So let's say you right, come and I in, think we've all been there when you come in and normally you hit say intermediate without a problem. And all of a sudden it's really it's challenging just, and you yeah, can't, you can, you feel like you can't even get to, you right. know, even close to what you would normally be able to so do. So that's one of those signs you can't do it. But one day is one day and your body is different every day. So one bad day or one day where you're not feeling good. I, you know, chalk that up to, okay, maybe I'm just tired today. Maybe I had a hard workout yesterday. Maybe, maybe I didn't fatigued. sleep well. There's so many factors stressed, that can go into all it. sorts of things. Yep. Yeah. So, but when I have those two days in a row where you just feel like you're really at the bottom of the dump, you either need a very light recovery day, which might mean, you know, for me is a 60 minute, just easy spin on my bike, or it may mean for most people, just a total rest day. Mm-hmm. So big or going, going for a walk, doing, doing some like gentle flow yoga, something yep. that's not a real stress on your body. It will actually help you recover mm-hmm. as opposed to put more fatigue into your body. Right. Okay. So I, that's what I recommend. Two days in a row where you can't hit or do the workout you're supposed to do. The best thing, the first thing to do is to take a day off okay? mm-hmm. and then, and then come back and see how your body responds after you've taken that rest day. And a lot of times that'll be a very kind of positive thing. And all of a sudden you'll feel, you know, pretty good as you come back. Okay. Another thing that you can look at is other than just not hitting your numbers is, is that you're not able to kind of function normally. Like, are you usually when you work out for an hour, it's a great start to your day, right? You're energized. You have more energy. You're right. around. You feel good. Yeah. Do you just feel more sluggish? Like, do you feel like you want to take a nap? Are you trying to, you know? Yeah. Do you feel fatigued? fatigued? Do you just feel is like really hard? And I'm not talking about just being sore, but just feeling like, oh my gosh, I just don't, all I want to do is just sit here and do nothing. That's not typical for someone who works out seven days a week. Right. Or even somebody, if you're in a, in a good workout routine where you, you're able to sustain it, you shouldn't have multiple days where you just feel like you cannot literally move your body. That is definitely um, a sign that you're doing a little bit too much. Um, Other signs too, can be more in the mental arena. If you're you know, really overtraining, you can have a lot of mood swings. It can start to mess with your hormones. And this is more like something that's likely to happen to somebody, you know, who is training hardcore for some more intense race, but it does happen to people who are, um, like me who just work out to stay healthy. Sometimes you do too much. And if you do too much, if you keep pushing past that point, it can start to mess with some other things. So it's not to say you need to be scared of it. It's just learning to 
to read and work with your body and what it's capable of doing at the time where you are right now. Right. So really, there's a couple of things to think about is we're talking about like, I feel fatigued and whatever. You're not doing harm to your body. Real overtraining comes is a kind of a serious condition that comes and that you need to be really in upwards of training. It, a lot of the research says 15, 14 to 15 hours a week. Right. So for, let's say for you're true in, overtraining. Right. For true overtraining. Let's just say your body's not cooperating, right? You're fatigued, you're tired. Just take a day off or two. You're probably going to feel fine. True overtraining can take weeks to recover from. And that's when you're pushing the limits of 15 plus hours a week. That's probably not most of you. And that's probably not something that you're here to get in. So, right. So for something for me, when I'm, you know, I like to use the word training because it makes me feel cool. But when I'm working out, you know, at the moment, I'm not really training for anything. I'm just kind of training to keep my body healthy and to feel good. Right. And so I'm probably similar to, I would say, most of you out there right now. We're all trying to work out as much as we can to stay healthy and feel good. And we're in a particularly stressful time, which may make this a different exercise may have a slightly different effect on your body and overdoing it may have a slightly different effect on your body right now because there's probably a lot more external and internal stress that you're carrying um, given this time. But for me, the most important things to remember are you're not going to lose all your fitness if you take one day off or even a couple days off. It's okay. It's good for your body to recover. On the days that you are taking off, you'll feel better if you do a little bit of something. Go for a walk with your dog, go for, you know, do a little light stretching, just something to make sure there is movement in your body. If you lay on the couch all day, you probably won't feel any better. Um, and just try to take a moment, you know, when you're planning out your workouts or what you're hoping to get in that week and every day check in and just kind of go, am I feeling okay? Is this all good? And if the answer is, yeah, there's nothing crazy wrong, then you're probably good to go. If you're like, you know what, I'm just feeling like absolute trash right now yeah go for a walk and take the day off right and that's and that's you know those that's great advice and that's something i think that we can look at as as being like a you know positive thing if we're just in our normal routine let's say or maybe we upped it a little bit and we're just doing that um things you can do to kind of avoid this is what i like to do is i even when i was uh, doing a lot of triathlon training and i was doing nine to ten workouts a week um, as you can imagine, a lot, a lot of double days, I would still have a one day fully off a week. Mm-hmm. So I was cramming, you know, nine or 10 workouts into six days. And I liked having a day off mentally and physically to do that. So it's okay to plan one day a week off as your off day. I like to have it either the day before your biggest workout of the day of the week or the day after your biggest workout of the week. So usually for me, it's the day after, but if your workout's really important, you might want to put it the day before. So let's right. say you're training for a half marathon that this would typically be the day after your long run for the week, which you would be building up to close to that 13 miles. Right. So in this, and this may be, you know, for those of you who are used to working out a ton, maybe you're not working out as much right now and you have multiple days off a week, it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. But if you are, you know, really pushing some of these workouts that your body maybe is less used to, like running outside, a lot of people are running outside, like doing these really intense body weight workouts, um, then, you know, having those days where you do, you know, say, okay, well, maybe today I was going to do that challenge workout, but geez, I just am feeling really, really, it's really not feeling good right now. Go, you know, go for a walk. If you are in a different situation where you are training seriously for something right now, or you're really trying to hit a particular goal and there's like a real, like to skip something would make you way more stressed out then it's worth that's maybe when you should talk to somebody more specifically about your situation. Like you should be working with a coach 
you know, if you're, if you get to the point where you're so stressed about missing one workout, that well, that's, means yeah, you might be so in a situation my, where you want to talk to somebody about actually how your workouts are being scheduled and things like that. So like what I was saying, there's a two points. So the first point was the one I just said that was kind of that is, is that plan it so that you have a rest day before or after a big workout. That usually helps in your, mm-hmm. in your weekly planning. The other thing is don't be afraid to necessarily move workouts around, you know, or, you know, if you have a schedule, I'm supposed to work out these days. Okay, I don't feel good this day. That doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get that workout and you just have, right. might have to shift it to a different day. So, for example, um, still swimming, biking, and running. Um, I had uh, I'm a weekend, like usually I have a Saturday long run. It got moved to Sunday. So I had a Sunday and it was an afternoon slash evening long. It was three hours on the trails. Then I had a really hard bike ride yesterday. I did like a um, rode with Chris and we kind of did a like a up OSM for time. So that was a really, really hard effort. So I went out and I was supposed to do hill repeats today. So five minutes up a hill as fast as you can jog back down. And I was just fatigued and I could tell that I wasn't going to be able to hit the numbers I can. Now that doesn't mean that that's I'm failed the workouts given what I right. did was I switched my Thursday run and my Tuesday run. So when I didn't even have this plan until I got out there, but I knew I was doing it on Thursday. So I did a, an easy hour run instead of my hill repeats. And now instead of Thursday doing an easy hour run, I'm going to do heel repeats on Thursday and that gives my body the chance to recover a little bit before I need that because I know that if I go to do that workout and I can't hit my goal, that's also not helping me, right? Right. It's better for me to take an ease off, take an easier day to day and then on Thursday this week, I'll actually probably be feeling a little bit better and I'll really be able to push that workout and I'll get more benefit. So don't be afraid to move things around. And for you, that might mean I'm just not – like I was supposed to – today, you know, this week I was going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday – but I, you know, I didn't get any sleep on right, Tuesday night, Tuesday night, and, and I was just and I crushed and, myself on Monday, and I need to right. You know. And so it's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna take Thursday or Wednesday off, but I'm gonna, and I'm gonna move my Wednesday workout to Thursday, and I'm gonna have a Thursday Friday back to back, and then I'm gonna take Saturday off. Yeah, it exactly. doesn't mean that you didn't get the work done; it just means you reorganized. So first would be schedule, you know, prioritize, mm-hmm. like I said, around it, and then I think the second thing would be is is that you can reschedule your stuff if you're that worried about getting it in, and a lot of times. Honestly, it doesn't even need to be made up. But if you are worried about that, you know, you can have that. Maybe it takes the stress off a little bit. Back it down, sub it out, do it again later. Yep. So lots of options here, you know, and, and, you know, where I know everybody's in a weird space and you're not able to be in your normal workout routine. But hopefully this gives you a little bit of guidance if you're feeling um, like a lot of this has been really challenging to to bring up all these new kinds of working out. I'm definitely dealing with it with um, trying to run a lot more. I I have to really listen to my body and my um, my various injuries that want to pop up as soon as I start running again. So really just trying to be smart and, you know, remembering why you exercise to begin with. You yeah. know, it's you it makes you feel good. It's good for you. It's, you know, one of the keys to a, being a healthy person and living a healthy, yeah. happy life. So and that's what it's all about. A little end. bit at times actually helps you make more improvements. If that's what we're getting at today. So. Exactly. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.